Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Not Your Average Tea Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tabaria, and the quarterback Corsell is going around and around and around, and we're still waiting for Aaron Rodgers to get off and say, hey, I'm going to be in New York chat. So in this week's episode, we're going to talk about all of the quarterback moves that have happened, the ones that did not happen yet, and just a little bit of what I think about each move. Let's get into it. As of this podcast recording, Aaron Rodgers is almost a New York Jet. Trey Wingo came out and almost broke the internet by tweeting that the deal is done, time is a flat circle, and Aaron Rodgers is getting traded to New York Jets. Now, he had Rap Sheet and Rap Sheet and Adam Schefter in a blender running around on TV like, where is he getting this information from? I checked my sources and nothing's there, nothing's there. And everybody was like, oh, it's not done yet. But the thing is, Trey Wingo actually broke the news that the Jets were getting on a plane to go see Aaron Rodgers in California. He was first on that. Not Adam Schefter, not Ian Rapsheet. Last year, he was also the first person to break the news that Randall Cobb was coming back to Green Bay. And that means Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I don't know who Trey Wingo's source is, but he's definitely source on this Aaron Rodgers news. More so than all of the national people who be breaking the news. All right. And Aaron Rodgers himself went on the Pat McAfee show and was like, hey, I respect Ian Rappaport. I respect Adam Schefter, but they don't know shit when it comes to me. So do not listen to those guys whenever they say they have sources or whatever, because if you're not in my inner circle, you don't know anything about me. And the people in my inner circle will never talk to those guys. So they they are not going to get any information when it comes to me. Now, somehow, some way, Trey Wingo's been able to get some information. Uh, nobody's sure how he's doing it, but he's doing it. He's doing breaking all his Aaron Rodgers news. Now, eventually, Adam Schefter came around and he was like, hey, all signs are pointing to the fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. However, nothing is official yet. So I'm holding off on hitting, sending on this tweet I got in my draft until I get the official word from Aaron Rodgers himself or God, one of the two. But Adam Schefter saying it's going to be done. Trey Wingo says it's done. And then my boy, Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk came out and said, hey, look, we're hearing the same things Trey Wingo's hearing. And while it's not done yet, everything's looking like it's going to be done. And Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet. And when asked, like, hey, how, how did you even hear about this? He said, it got on our radar because Aaron Rodgers is out here recruiting people to come join him to play in New York. So now I'm just curious, like, who are the people that Aaron Rodgers is out here recruiting? Is it Alan Lazard, who's a free agent wide receiver? Odell Beckham Jr.? That'll break the internet. Have OBJ on one side, Garrett Wilson on another, Elijah Moore in the middle, Brees Hall on the back. I pay money to see that. Or maybe it's just some O-line help. Right now, the Jets' offensive line is a little bit of flux. They don't have a center. They have a good right guard. They have a right tackle, left tackle, maybe. And they have a left guard. But maybe they can get some improvements in those places of question marks. Who knows? I just know that the Jets' free agency is really going to kick up here once Aaron Rodgers officially signs. Speaking of Jets' quarterbacks, They did lose quarterback Mike White. He went to the Dolphins because that's where he's from, but he's a traitor. 
He went home, signed a two-year deal to be Tua's backup. I think he learns, like Teddy Bridgewater probably learned, if you play behind Tua, you're eventually going to play because, unfortunately, Tua can't stay healthy. So he's going to go get $16 million to sit for a little bit, but he'll be in the game, and hopefully he'll lose to the Jets. But that's a lot of Jets. Now, let's talk about elsewhere in the NFL world here, especially when it comes to the quarterback carousel that just keeps spinning. One of the contingency plans the Jets were looking for was Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G. And he decided he was going to go take his talents to Las Vegas and sign a three-year deal with the Raiders. I think this was the Raiders' plan all along. Like, they put out some smoke signals that they weren't going to be interested in him. But initially, as soon as it hit 12-01, the first tweet Adam Sheffer sent out, I think, was, Raiders have interest in Jimmy G. It's Raiders and Texans. Jimmy G going to the Texans would have been interesting because they're still expected to take a quarterback, number two overall. So that quarterback that they were going to take probably was just going to sit back, let Jimmy G win some games, kind of mentor him in a way that he was mentoring Trey Lance a little bit, I guess. And that's probably why Jimmy G decided that he wanted to go to the Raiders. The Raiders don't have a quarterback for him to mentor. He's actually going to start and play for probably two of those three years and not get the rug pulled out underneath him like he would have gotten in Texas. Also, <laughs> earlier today I heard that uh, the Raiders had one quarterback on their roster, and it was some dude I never heard of, so I don't remember his name. So they had to go and get somebody, and that somebody was Jimmy G. Because Jared Stidham decided, their quarterback who played two or three, maybe four games after they benched their car, he decided that he was going to go join Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. So he's going to go back up Russell Wilson. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about my favorite quarterback move that happened today and news on Lamar Jackson. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. So let's talk about my favorite quarterback move that happened today, minus the Aaron Rodgers almost getting done deal because it's not officially done yet. My favorite move would have to be Sam Darnold getting a one-year deal to head to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, leading up to pre-draft, San Francisco loved Sam Darnold. So, I'm happy he gets to go with Kyle Shanahan, who people say is the best play caller to ever walk the NFL earth. And we get to see him use some of the physical traits and stuff like that that he saw in Sam Darnold and wanted to use. He wanted to draft him. And I was always a Sam Darnold fan. Like, that was my boy. I thought he was going to be the GOAT, especially when he played San Fran. And he hit him with a one-two step juke, spin in the pocket, go outside the pocket and hit Robbie Anderson for a touchdown. One of my favorite Sam Darnold moments as a New York Jet. But, yeah, out of all the moves that happened today officially, that's my favorite. But let's talk a little bit about where things stand with Lamar Jackson. So with Lamar Jackson, there's been no news at all. And that's because... He doesn't have an agent. He's representing himself, him and his mom. They're representing themselves there. And with that, because he's still a player, he can't be legally tampered with like all of these other quarterbacks and things like that in the league here. So he has to wait till Wednesday when the league year officially opens in order to avoid a tampering charge. That's the letter of the law. That's not necessarily what reality can look like here because the reality of it is 
if he went out and negotiated two days early and came up with a deal, in order for the team that he's negotiating with to get hit with a tampering charge, the Ravens have to file a grievance. The Ravens have to say, you tamper with my player, blah, blah, blah. You talk to him two days earlier than he's supposed to, and we want compensation for that. Now, that can hurt the Ravens if they decided they actually wanted to get rid of Lamar Jackson. Imagine you're the Ravens and you're negotiating with the Washington Commanders. They start talking to Lamar today, Wednesday at 12.01 p.m. They come out and say, hey, we got a deal. And the Ravens go, how did you do this? Blah, 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 blah. Right. If you're the Ravens and you want those two first round picks and get Lamar Jackson off your books, are you really going to say, hey, Washington, you can have him, but we're going to sue you for lack of better words because you tamper with our player? I don't think that's going to happen. So and I use the Washington Commanders as an example because I think that's the team that makes the most sense. D.C.'s right in Baltimore's backyard. They still need a quarterback. They only have Sam Howell on their team right now. I think that can be a place he goes, either that or Indianapolis. Probably don't want to trade him within a division, but if you trade him to Indy, you get pick number four this year and their next year's first-round pick. (laughs) I have to stop here because sitting here recording this podcast and my boy Christian sent me a tweet from Tom Pelissero that said Lamar Jackson is signing with the Jets source said repeat former Nebraska cornerback Lamar Jackson is headed to the New York now it's funny because I saw this tweet earlier today and it said do not send this tweet to your Jets friends and what did he do he sent it to me and my heart stopped for a little bit I was going to have some breaking news, but I'm not. It's still all Aaron Rodgers or nothing. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the Not Your Average Tea Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tabaria. Talk to you soon.